0: Good evening, Bethlehem, and saints of God. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, or maybe even good night, or whatever time you're tuning into our Wednesday Zoom Bible study. My name is Pastor Michael Etan, and I'm so happy that you've joined us today. And before we get into the word today, I always like to extend a personal invitation for those that are in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, or Garvin County community, or driving distance of Bethlehem Baptist Church. We wanna extend this personal invitation for you to join us this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We're located at 311 North Dunbar. Again, we're located at 311 North Dunbar. We'd love to see your face in this place. And right now, you can take the opportunity to visit our website at word at bethlehem.com. Again, our website is www.heargodsword at bethlehem.com. And there you can get to know us. Once you get to know us, scroll to the bottom of the site and click the Facebook tab, the Instagram tab, the Twitter tab, the LinkedIn tab, or follow and friend us on what I call Cyber Church. We also have Twitter as well. So join us in Cyber Church. But ultimately, we want to see you this coming Sunday at the eleven a.m. service. It's one-hour service. Uh, Come as you are. Bring a family member or friend, and we'd love to see your face in this place right here at Bethlehem Baptist Church. Again, we're located at three eleven North Dunbar, right in the heart of Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. Tonight, once again, you are with us in our Zoom Wednesday Bible study. It's meant to be a time from 6 p.m. Central Standard Time to 6.40. However, we allow the Holy Spirit to move as he would. But over my shoulder is how tonight's uh, study will go. Opening prayer, announcements, the reading of the word, the introduction video, the Bible study itself, the invitation and the benediction. So let's go ahead. Bethlehem, and saints of God and start out in a word of prayer father we thank you we praise you we glorify your holy name you're always worthy to be praised your word says that you are holy uh the disciples prayer says hallowed be thy name father and as we uh, deal with your holiness we're mindful of our sinfulness and ask you lord to forgive us of our sins watch us and cleanse us that we might be in right relationship with you that we might be in right fellowship with you that we may hear today this moment is our a word from the lord we thank you father for what you're about to do and say in jesus name amen and praise the lord amen and praise the lord we're excited about what's happening in the chickasaw district uh, right before our Congress, we're gonna have the young adult, uh, uh, the youth and young adult extravaganza this coming Sunday at 6 p.m. there at Mount Zion Baptist Church there in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Uh, So we look forward to seeing you there on this coming Sunday, which is the 16th at 6 p.m. in Ardmore, Oklahoma, Mount Zion Baptist Church there with Dr. Cradle. Uh, we'd love to see your face in the place there bethlehem and saints god also uh, starting that thursday on the 20th we'll have our congress of christian education the chickasaw district 95th annual session of our congress of christian education and we want to see your face there starting on thursday at 6 p.m and we want you to visit our website that is on the screen here I want you to register for a class. I'll be teaching my class on the Christian home. I'd love for you to be a part of that. That's class number eighty forty-six. We're talking about maintaining a Christian home. We have several other awesome uh, instructors uh, here, and Bethlehem Saints of god We want you to be involved. You don't have to be a part of Chickasaw District to be involved. Uh, we want you to come and be involved uh, the classes will be held thursday mostly at mount zion baptist church there uh, corinth uh, baptist church and the youth will be over at uh, at, at macedonia baptist church uh, so we thank uh, those two pastors for hosting it dr uh, abraham walters and walton and uh, pastor Roberts uh, for hosting uh, the Congress this year, along with Dr. Crater. So we thank you, and look forward for you to being involved there at uh, the Congress. Also, after the Congress, on August the 5th, we're going to have a banquet to celebrate the tenure of our moderator, Kurt D. Rushing. And we're so excited. We're having uh, Dr. John A. Reese going to come and be a part of that banquet, we're looking forward Chickasaw District is celebrating his tenure. We're praising God for his time in office in Jesus' name. Today we're going to continue in a series that I've entitled Asking for a Friend. Asking for a Friend and uh, this uh, series is based on, as I said at Bethlehem, I was wanting to do a series on relationship I think I hadn't done a series uh, since 2019 I think and in relationships and I was watching a show uh, that that's entitled asking for a friend and uh, this young lady said that love was easy love was easy and uh I got motivation to do this series entitled Asking for a Friend, as we're really kind of defining what true love is. And what we determined in the first message in the series is that uh, true love is not easy. And we looked at First Corinthians chapter 13, verses uh, 4 love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, is not proud, does not boast, and uh, uh, does not boast, and is not proud. Uh, so, we began to ask questions for a friend about love and relationships. And this Ask for a Friend series, we're going to ask and answer questions about true love and Christian relationships. So, I want you to keep up with this series. We've had two messages in the series. The first one was Is true love uh, easy for Christians? this last Sunday if you didn't catch up uh, you can get it on our Facebook page or at our podcast get a link to the podcast there on the Facebook page Pastor Michael Etan on Facebook asking for a friend uh do Christians have to get married to experience true love Uh, if you don't have the gift of singleness you must obey the word of God you must get married to really have true love because true love can only really be experienced in a committed relationship a lifetime committed relationship tonight we're going to talk about is physical attraction true love for Christians it's going to be an interesting look in the word of god we're going to be asking uh, for a friend should christian men get married asking for a friend should christians of the same sex get married asking for a friendship christians get divorced asking for a friend: should christians be faithful to their marriage asking for a friend uh, should christian singles divorcees widows or widowers or widows have sex outside of marriage asking for a friend should christians be forgiving in their love relationship just asking for a friend but tonight we're going to be asking for a friend is physical attraction true love for christian is physical attraction true love for christians we're going to be looking at judge chapter 14 verses 1 through 4 and i'll read this in your hearing um it says uh, samson went down to timna and saw." there a young Philistine woman when he returned he said to his father and his mother I have seen a Philistine woman in Timnah. now get her for me as my wife his father and mother replied isn't there an acceptable woman amongst relatives or amongst all our people must you go to the uncircumcised philistines to get a wife but samson said to his father get her for me she is the right one for me verse four her parents did not know that this was from the lord who was seeking an occasion to comfort to confront the philistines for well, at that time they were ruling over Israel I read to you judge chapter 14 verses 1 through 4. may God only bless the doers of this marvelous and holy word tonight again we're asking for a friend is physical attraction true love for Christians Is physical attraction true love for Christians and uh, we're going to look on around three points. As the Holy Speakers utter us, we're going to look at the attraction of Samson. We're going to look at the attachment of Samson. We're going to look at the attack of Samson. And tonight we want Christians to know that Christian relationships should not be based on physical attraction alone. Let me say that again. Christian relationships should not be based on physical attraction alone. And now we're gonna look at this brief video, and then we'll get into the
1: word. Now relive the colossal drama of the mightiest colossus that ever lived. Samson and Delilah, the immortal story of the strongest man in all history, a masterpiece of big screen entertainment. who, alone and unafraid, challenged and defeated the most dreaded army of his time. His daring exploits have become legend. The lion of the desert, he fought with his bare hands. See as he saw the orgies of barbaric pagans that roused his vengeful fury. Samson was ensnared by the seductive beauty of Delilah. Daughter of hell. His lust became a trap that led to his downfall and capture. Enchained, and he was tortured and blinded. Here is the most spectacular scene of destruction ever filmed. Samson using his incredible strength to bring down the Temple of Dagon in crashing ruins. and Delilah
0: amen and praise the Lord amen and praise the Lord Bethlehem you know we've been looking at the maps uh, this last year and imagine about a half now. And this is uh, the map that we're looking at today. And we're really trying to find Tim now. Now, as always, we try to get the focal point, which is over here to your right side. And this is where Jerusalem is. This is where Jerusalem is. And we find Samson. Has taken a journey. We don't know uh in the text, at least today we read, we don't see where Samson stays, but we know he went up to Timnah. And here's Timnah. Here again. This is Jerusalem. This is Timnah over here, and he went up to Timnah. Now, uh, you will see gath, and many of you who are Bible readers know. Uh, where Gath is, or what Gath was about. Gath was uh, where Goliath was. Goliath was from Gath. And uh, this is down here, Hebram. Some of you may remember me uh, talking about Hebram, and that's where David set up his, uh, his reign before he became uh, king over all of Israel. And we know that bethlehem is down here it's not showing on the map here but goliath went to um, this Philist the philistine area philistia i can't even pronounce it today uh, but this was the land of the philistines and this is timna philistia is the name of it this is timna So we see that this man of God uh, must have been uh, somewhere over here in Judah. And he went up here and he looked and he saw a woman there. Women must look different there. And he saw what he saw. This is the maps. There's some other interesting things on the maps uh, here, um, but I'm gonna move on because I'm I'm really just focusing on this, traumatic love story that we see at the beginning of Samson's life. First of all, point number one, the attraction of Samson. Now, if you've heard me teach about Christian relationships, I've always said, and, and I speak out of experience uh, uh, from uh, my own experience as a young man and how I've noticed in the Christian arena that, uh, physical attraction really, and I guess for any arena, uh, physical attraction seemed to play a big role, a big role in whether a relationship is going to get established or not. It plays a, a huge role. And uh, the first book I wrote almost 30 years ago was a book entitled How to Overcome Fatal Attractions and titanic love affairs it was reprinted a book and still in print you won't be able to find that other that first title but it's the same book entitled how to choose a worthy mate and find true love how to choose a worthy mate and find true love and we uh we talk about uh physical attractions in that book and And we share from from personal accounts of what happens when a Christian person uh, falls in love. And it's usually a good time to pose the question, should Christians believe in love at first sight? The answer uh, to that question is no. We're gonna see why today. Christians should not believe in love at first sight because physical attraction is is not the bookmark for what God wants you to use and trying to determine a, a a relationship and it's not uh what God wants you to use to try to us uh, keep a relationship uh, we've been talking about true love and true love is a commitment And we marry people sickness and health richer or poor we try to let you know uh whether you're physically uh, attracted as you were when you began the, uh true love relationships cannot just be based on physical attraction alone and samson is just a perfect illustration of what happens with someone in modern day terms when a christian falls in love with a non-christian now this, the the video was talking about samson and dola uh uh samson and delilah but this story is not about delilah we see that samson had a history like some of us christians have a history of falling for ungodly unholy unchristian uh women or men and we look in this life and we see the first thing we see him and telling his story is the attraction of sam he went down the timber like i said them women at Timnah must look uh, really really good and he saw there a young philistine woman first of all we see that he saw he used his eyes he saw and sometimes this is the greatest detriment of many people in their lives is that having seen someone that they are physically attracted to and it. it has destroyed their life and Samson it destroyed his life on a few occasions not just this occasion but just because he went by physical attraction alone and God has sent me here today to let you know that you cannot establish a relationship on physical attraction and you cannot keep a relationship on physical attraction, especially if you're going to be committed uh over a period of time nine times out of ten your physical appearance will change and if you are only based your relationship on physical attractions then uh, this is what you will hear you hear about a man putting his wife down to go and get a young woman this is what uh, samson was attracted to a young she wasn't just a philistine when she was a young woman you hear uh, guys who uh give away a uh, put away their wives and go for a younger woman that's not godly. that's not of god no you should not do that you should not do that as a christian man or a christian woman Uh, Wanting to put uh, an old husband now for a younger man. This is not what God says a relationship should be built upon. And Samson, we see his first mistake is that he saw the second one was a young, the third one was a Philistine, a foreign woman. You see, a foreign woman dresses differently um you see a conservative Christian woman is probably not going to be showing everything that her mama gave her hello somebody there was a controversy about uh about this woman this young really talented actress I mean she's uh, one of the greatest actresses of her generation I mean she's greatly talented but evidently she showed up at an Usher show and Usher sung to her and evidently she She was wearing something that was uh, revealing and evidently that her baby daddy, because they're not married, but her baby daddy had something to say about it. And all the women had a problem with him saying that his baby mama shouldn't be covered up in public. Uh, You see, we live in that kind of foreign uh, Timna environment where people were co-sign on your dysfunction. This woman from Timna probably was showing, uh, oh, Samson, what he wanted to see, like that young lady was showing. Oh, and then they saying, oh, Sierra did the same thing, and, and, and this other young lady, Gabrielle Union, did the same time, making excuses. Oh, and this other young lady uh, said at the uh, Essence Festival, uh that these people just getting all kind of raunchy showing themselves and all of that and the only outrage we get really is not much maybe you hear me talk about it from time to time there should be a call to oh purity when did and where and when did we get this idea that we've got to women have to dress and i think i mentioned that uh uh uh, here recently where i said you know that at one point women were doing that to make a living doing that um but these women have degrees they have fame they married to millionaires and they showing themselves out like like they some kind of hookah from hervey street where i told a folk uh, that hervey street down there in dallas Oh, when you went down the Irby Street, I was a young man. I go with my stepdad to Yellow Cab Company, and when you went down there on Irby Street, you noticed that the women looked different. I was too young to realize why they looked different, but as I got older, I realized they were dressed to show that they were open for business, and now we got mothers. Whoo, Lord, I didn't mean to middle like this tonight. Now we got mothers uh, four days after birth, whoa, showing themselves like they're on Irve Street. Hello, somebody. Oh, and like I said, we got famous, uh, tremendously talented actresses who are showing themselves like they're from uh, what they say up in Atlanta, like they from Magic City over there in Atlanta. Hello, somebody. I ain't never been to Magic City. <laughs> you say, Reverend. <laughs> what I'm saying is I, like any man, live in a culture like Timna. Hello, somebody. In a culture where you can see some stuff without really trying to see some stuff. Hello, somebody. And we live in that time and 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 and, and Samson got down there I just wonder what did that man see? He saw enough. Hello somebody. He saw a young woman, a Philistine woman. Oh! And, 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 and he was physically attracted. Hello somebody. He, he was physically attracted to her. You see, there are various texts young ladies uh, i i have to tell you 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 don't have to timna yourself out in this culture you don't need a man to where you have to dress like a hooker to attract that ain't the kind of man that you want as a matter of fact uh, most men who love the women that they are with they're going to be like that young man kiki's uh Kiki's uh, boyfriend, and they—they're gonna say something. Don't live in this dysfunction. Don't allow people. Don't allow your daughters. Don't allow your children. Don't allow your wives. And if you care about those who are young, we gotta speak up and stop allowing our culture to be ran through women are being ran through because they act like hookers and men treat them like hookers and they never commit to them and it don't make no sense for a man to be married to a woman and want her to show her butt out in public Woo! i'm about to get in trouble i better move on <laughs> i can say what i want in the christian arena but they hear this out in the culture i've been getting death threats like that young man did but i'm here to teach you the word the word says proverbs 31 and 30 charm is deceitful and beauty is vain but a woman who fears the lord shall be praised a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is vain. Uh, and some text says beauty is fleeting. A relationship cannot just be built on physical attraction alone, because that physical attraction can and will be fleeting at times. I always said that. My 10 year class reunion um I I, I, I saw some of the young ladies uh and guys to that effect and did not know who they were because they changed and over a period of time physical uh uh, uh, some folk kind of stay the same but most change and some people say that I look like I looked when I was in high school. The only reason that was because of the visit to the doctor's office. Because I they say black don't crack, but black will swell. And I had swollen up, and the doctor said, you, You're you sickly, boy. You need to lose weight. And that's the only reason why I looked the way I looked today. <laughs> I love B. <B&B. laughs> but beauty will change. And you cannot have a Christian relationship oh, that is based only on physical attraction. I'm saying only on physical attraction. Because the Bible says, charm is and beauty is vain. But the way a woman should get her praise is fearing the Lord. A god-fearing woman don't have to take off her clothes and publish to get likes and to get views and we said that i believe during a, a mother's day uh, that, that i know you want to be popular i know some of you may want to try to make a living off of instagram and and all of that and and views from youtube but i'm here to tell you You need to be concerned about one like and one view only, and that's the view of God. And and if you want that like, it says, a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. She may not get a thousand views or have all of the world fighting on her behalf to show her behind in public, but the Lord says that that, 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 that he's happy with you you when you dress like A Christian woman should hello somebody when you act like a Christian woman should a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised I want to take this opportunity to praise women who fear him and who will not bow down to our culture of sensuality in Jesus name and men we got to start being attracted to these kind of women in Jesus' name. Women who fear the Lord, that's who God wants you with. He don't want you with women out there who don't fear the Lord and who don't dress and look like wives, and dress and look like mothers. What kind of culture are we living in today? This is where we are. We can change it. That's what the church is supposed to be, light in the middle of darkness. But we can't be doing the same thing that the world is doing. Hello, somebody. Following after this charm and beauty as opposed to fearing God. Yes, today's question is: Is physical attraction true love for Christians? We see Samson's attraction then we see samson's attachment when he returned he said to his father and mother i have seen a philistine woman in Timna. now get her for me as a wife physical attraction will cause an attachment Woo-hoo. let me say that again physical if you don't watch because as a christian you, you're not supposed to be uh going for unsaved women do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers we're going to see the old testament principle of that as well you cannot just go by physical attraction because it will cause an attachment in my book how to choose a worthy mate to find true love we talked about that halo effect and the halo effect, when you're physically attracted to somebody, it gives you a halo effect and it will allow you all oh, to overlook everything else because that person is an angel. There's another kind of halo effect and that's being attracted to materials that other folk have i was showing my wife these uh uh things that uh, they call them uh, gold digger videos and i was just laughing i was just kind of shocked at how these women they would they would approach and they would look like they didn't have anything And these women just would be talking down to them don't waste my time you wasted my time i don't know why you talking to me you homeless you jobless i mean they'd be going off and then that man would walk over to a Ferrari or a Lamborghini and that girl would see him and that same girl that was talking him down would go there and that's a halo effect, that's materialism, hello somebody. And that same girl would would be willing to be put down to be with a man in a sports car. What kind of world do we live in? But that's that attraction. That's that seeing, that's that halo effect, seeing stuff that causes people to look different or seem different to you. And this is what Samson was doing, is is attraction led to attachment, and Christian folk can't do that. We can't allow our attraction to lead to an attachment because this is what it says in the word here in Ezra. This is what these folk were doing in Ezra. This is the Old Testament. It says it uh, plenty of times in the Old Testament. Indeed, the Israelites have taken some of their daughters as wives for them and their sons, so that the Holy Seed, that's what we are, we're a holy priesthood, a holy nation. He says, so that the Holy Seed has been mixed with people of the land. The Holy Seed cannot be mixed hellosome that's why we can't just be drawn on physical attraction because the devil knows uh, whom you like he knows your type and he can tailorize a man and tailorize a woman to walk before you and get you to stumble for years over the sight of somebody that's beautiful you can destroy your life over the sight of somebody that you are attracted to said that and so they take the holy seed has been mixed with the people of the land and the leaders and officials has taken the lead in this unfaithfulness Ezra had to call the people to account and say even the leaders are doing this kind of crazy stuff hello somebody taking the holy seed and mixing God wants to create Christian families now, I'm going to be talking about The Christian family in our our uh, Congress coming up uh, July on the 20th, and and, and I want you to uh, take my class as we talk about see God wants to raise up Christian families. the problem with many of our churches today is that churches are built upon the backs of families and our culture and our society today 70 percent of our households do not have a man in it do not have family so can you build a church off a single uh, a single family homes it's very hard because those single family young ladies are working trying to take care of the kids and they may be working one or two jobs Uh, many times and they can't take their children to church and 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 and, uh, some are feeling uncomfortable with sending their children to church so it it affects uh defects the family and divorce does the same thing too when a family breaks up nine times out of ten both that husband and wife is going to stop coming to that church because they feel uncomfortable they feel like failures and they don't, they don't want to come back to the church that they were in. And many fall away. The family, the lack of family has destroyed our culture. Uh, I forget the statistics of how many folk who are in jail, African-Americans that are in jail because of the lack of man in their family. know that 93% of of the household uh, when a man gets saved, 93% percent—that's 93% chance that the whole household will be saved. And there's no men there. I think it's more like uh, 50, 50 something percent if it's a woman who gets saved. But you use half, lose half of your influence. And that's the reason why we can't mix the holy seed. We can't mix it because we need solid, foundation of families We need men committed to their wives unto death committed to their children they say it's uh it's a a great statistic that if uh divorce happened the woman and children are the one who falls below the poverty line because we're mixing holy see some, some of us uh, mixing the holy scene. We live in a culture in a time today where folk don't even want to get married, no commitment at all. Hello, somebody but Bethlehem and saints of God. We just can't have relationships just based on physical attraction to start and to finish our relationships. So, the answer to that question is physical attraction, true love for the Christian. No. It is not true love for the Christian. The attack of Samson. His parents did not know that this was from the Lord who was seeking an occasion to confront the Philistines. For at that time they were ruling over Israel. We showed you Philistia. This text was saying that those Philistines over there in Philistia was ruling the land. And God, knowing Samson, our God, is providential. He can work some stuff together for his own good. And he knew that Samson's, attraction would Lou would lead to attachments and 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 this attachment that he would have would lead to attach. you got to read the rest of the story about Samson's life he's a perfect life to live a perfect example of what not to do because there was another woman he was involved with uh, after after his first wife and then we have uh, Delilah to which uh, Cecil B. DeMille's the video I showed at first is a story about uh, him and Delilah he just but God used that his bad decisions uh, to attack the Philistines to attack the Phil he served that up. And god used in my life the bad decisions that i made and in, in my first book how to choose a worthy mate and find true love for him to teach folk how to make right choices you need to make right choice now he can he can work some stuff together for his good regardless of the choices that you make but if i were you i'd want to be on the right side of the choices that are made in jesus name on the right side of the choices that are made in jesus name joshua 11 12 this just shows you how god can move regardless he's going to use you either way regardless if you're saved he's going to use you either way and it says for this well, it was of the lord who had hardened their heart to engage the israelites in battle so that they would be set apart for destruction and would receive no mercy being annihilated as the lord had commanded most god hardened their heart hello somebody to engage the israelites so they, they could be destroyed and and this is what God did in the life of Samson. He knew the kind of choices that he was going to make, and he was going to use that to defeat the Philistines. Woo! That's deep, that's deep, that's deep. All because Samson's attractions led to a Uh, attachment and the attachment led to Samson's attack today I'm challenging and I'm encouraging the people of God don't fall victim to Timna don't fall victim to this culture and to this society ladies don't fall victim to this beauty of obsessed society and this uh, uh, obsession that Folk that that are not even desperate, we got millionaire women showing their behinds. Hello, somebody. Ooh, hello, somebody. Don't fall into that. Don't play into that. In Jesus' name, I think I probably said enough. Um, let's close in a word of prayer. Father, we come right now, Lord. This. This tool of the devil, Father, that has been used that has really, really destroyed our, our culture and our society. We are utterly annihilated because of sin in our life, utterly annihilated because we're not doing things your way. Our culture is in jeopardy, Father. I've been trying to sound the alarm, but nobody seemed to be listening. Nobody wants to live right. Nobody wants to be committed to you. Nobody wants to get saved. But Father God, I continue to pray, Lord, for our culture, for our society, in Jesus' name, praying, Father, for a great revival, Father, that can revive, Father, soul salvation, Father, that can revive, Father, Our families, Father, that you could take us back to a day when our our families were intact and our children were protected, Father. Our children are unprotected, Father, because there's, there's, there's not a family to protect them anymore, Father. But we pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you move in the hearts and minds of the people. Father, in Jesus' name, starting with God's people. In Jesus' name. Samson was God's people. Starting with us, your word says that if my people call by my, my name will humble themselves and to pray. And turn from the wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven? First of all, forgive their sins and then heal our land, Father. We need our land, the land of relationships and the African American culture needs to be healed, Father in Jesus name the greatest threat to our culture and society that nobody's talking about nobody's talking about it father I call out to you father pray that you start right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church revive us as a people Revive us as families. Use us to carry the gospel, Lord, to our community and to our city, to our state, to our country and throughout the world, Father. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, right now, all eyes are still close and heads about i have to take this opportunity to extend the personal invitation for those who are listening today that do not know jesus christ as their lord and savior I have to take this time and take this moment say it's time for you to give your life to jesus christ you may be listening because this was an interesting topic she is physical attraction True love for Christians. Some may, you may not even be saved, you but you still found this an intriguing topic. And God used this topic to get you in this place right now to accept Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And that word love, he loved the world, that means he loved you. This is true love you won't be able to experience true love on this side uh, of relationships until you come to the realization that you need jesus christ and i'm going to ask you to pray this simple prayer dear lord jesus i come today wanting to accept your unconditional love that love that you made a decision of will to send your son to die for my sins and to be buried and to raise again on the third day so that today I may be saved. I accept Jesus Christ today as my Lord and Savior. I accept your will for my life and how I'm supposed to live as a Christian. In Jesus name, amen. Pray that prayer for the first time and anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, you've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I'm going to tell you that I'm no longer inviting you to our church. I'm telling you to come on home in Jesus name. You need to come on home to 311 North Dunbar right here in the heart of Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We'd love to have you this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service with 311 North Dunbar. And we want to see you this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. Remember, it's only a one hour service. Come dressed as you are or how you are. We're gonna accept you into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. In Jesus' name. Well, Bethlehem, I want to thank you for listening in. I want you to share this message, especially to the young folk. There's some older folk that need to hear this too as well. Let's get this message out in Jesus' name. But as always, I want to encourage you to stay connected. Stay connected to God's person. Stay connected to God's precepts. And stay connected to God's people, to which we want to see you this coming Sunday in sunday school at 10 a.m and then in our service let me get the benediction father god we thank you we praise you we glorify your holy name you're always worthy to be praised we ask throughout this week for those of us who are going through treatments and those of us who are traveling those of us who are overcoming and trying to get better from surgery father put your head your protection around us keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again the people of god said amen and praise the lord Bethlehem you are dismissed in jesus name